Welcome to The Lab. What's going on, all you Brainiacs out there, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Fantasy Football Laboratory. I'm your host, the King of Trade, Shane Palmer, joined, as always, by Spitfire Lucas Paris. What's going on, guys? And the chemist, Jack McGrath. Shane, how are we doing today? Conflicted. Why? You're, wow. Well, yesterday, the big news, at least the biggest news in New York over the past few weeks to break, was the fact that the New York Jets have finally, or maybe too soon, traded Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for a sixth-round pick this year, a second next year, and a fourth next year. And I don't know how to feel yet. Um, We'll see. I mean, I really wanted Sewell. I wanted to give Darnold one more chance. I felt that under Gase, he's had no no right guidance. And um, I feel like he could have done well with Salah if they built around him like they were starting to do with getting Corey Davis and adding some more pieces in there. I'm sure they would have drafted a running back, and I'm sure they are going to draft a running back. But now the team's quarterback is Zach Wilson. So you will now... Or Justin Fields. It'll be Zach Wilson. Uh, it's a hundred, I, I'll bet $1,000. I'd, I'd, I'd agree It's Zach Wilson. So now, for fantasy purposes, you're going into next season knowing that, well, there isn't much there, but the Jets quarterback is going to be Zach Wilson. So what does that mean for Corey Davis and Crowder and Mims? And then the more interesting one is that the Panthers quarterback is going to be Sam Darnold. As soon as they made that trade, rumors going around that they're shopping Teddy Bridgewater or whatever they can get for him. So Sam Darnold's going to be the starter there in Carolina. I don't know what you guys think about it. I put out my thoughts well, yesterday. If I'm Jack, I'd honestly kind of be hoping the Bears went and got Teddy. Ooh. That's an upgrade to Andy Dalton. Like, it is an yes. upgrade to Andy it's, Dalton. That's, absolutely. I mean, you know, that's, sure. I mean, yeah, does he have a, a decent-sized contract? Like, you don't like that, but, you know, I, Every I think Every quarterback's going to be paid. Sam Darnold's owed $18 million next year. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a, that's a yeah, lot. It's a lot. And that's, that's not... Teddy's owed twenty. You know that's yeah. that's right on right on par there. No, Jack, but you would like what I had the Bears doing in my mock draft that I just made, mm-hmm. and, and I'll post it um, on our our on our website here in the coming days. I'll give a little spoiler here. I have the Bears trading up to number eight overall and selecting Trey Lance. I don't okay. think he falls. If the Falcons, the Falcons well, aren't taking a quarterback. I'd be no, shocked. The Falcons are going to move out of their spot at four. And take a court, and someone. I can see that. I, I have them taking Kyle Pitts at four, but if they don't, if they take move, Pitts if they don't four, move, yes, yeah, then that's but the it, move. It's, but. it's between Pitts and Sewell at that point. But if they if they don't move, I could see the Bears trading up to number four. I mean, think that's, about it like that, this: they, Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy, and Ryan Pace are desperate. Like here's here's the argument. So against, desperate that they signed Andy Dalton. He, exactly. Here's the argument against them doing that. Trey Lance is a project, right? And if Trey Lance is almost certainly not going to come in and be a stud right away, that would still probably lose them their job. So that could be the argument against it. However, the argument for it is them making that big swing could, if he shows enough development, still save them their jobs another year. I don't so, know because because what are you going to do? You're going to draft him then to be the star. If you're saying that they're going to keep their jobs and this is going to save them. You're anticipating him to be the starter yeah. next season, and that could be devastating for his future. You throw him in too soon, yeah. that could that could ruin his That's development. True. That could stunt his growth. That could I I would be really wary if I was well, the Bears about whatever move you make if, there. If you get Trey Lance, but Justin Fields has been falling in somehow. Justin drafts Fields for is five reason. out of five. Yeah, yeah. So if Justin Fields falls, oh, he's pro ready. Yeah, he's ready to go. Yeah, he can win you ball if, games. If Justin Fields is at four. Yep. And a tra- the Bears don't trade up, 
to grab him or some team doesn't trade up to grab him, they're dumb. I don't know that they need to trade to four. I think they could trade to eight and still get him. I mean, but, but, but which would make sense. The Lions, the Lions could still grab him. And the him. Patriots could trade up. Yep. And the Falcons also could take him if he, at four, which is why I think you'd, you'd have to trade to four if you want to ensure a quarterback, one of those top guys. But what I want to talk more going back to the Panthers situation now that Sam Darnold is a starter. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey's untouched. I still think he's the number one back, number one player going off of the board. Wide receiving core, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. I sell Robbie Anderson at 12. I'm cementing him well, as my back end wide receiver one. I think that's high. No, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I still think he's, high, I think he's a solid wide receiver two next year, especially with Darnold. I think Darnold's better for him than. Um, then I think... I don't think it's worse by any stretch, though, also. I mean, like, I'm not going to sit here and say it's better, but it's definitely not worse. I mean, last year in PPR, Robbie Anderson finished as the wide receiver 24. A little bit inconsistent, but so is Teddy Bridgewater. I'm he also had three you, touchdowns. He had three touchdowns. Positive touchdowns. I have been watching Sam Darnold highlights now for the past couple of days. I've been watching Sam Darnold for my Live, entire... Yeah. Since, since he became a Jet. The, the throws that he makes... I mean, are really special. I mean, there's also, like, the memes that are like, oh, Sam Darnold can do the same thing as Zach Wilson. Have but you I've seen the watched... one where he throws on the run and throws a pick, and it looks exactly like Zach Wilson's, like, throw on the but run. But I've watched him with Carolina. Robbie Anderson. I've watched him in person with Robbie Anderson numerous times. They have something there. There was something on the Jets. I was so upset when Joe Douglas decided to let Robbie Anderson walk because Robbie Anderson was a, was a, one of the best under-the-radar wide receivers in the entire league. Yeah, no Being question. Being on the Jets, not very well known. Goes to the Panthers, still not a huge market team. Like the Jets, Jets are a huge market team. They're just not a good team. So there's there's not a place for Robbie Anderson to really thrive there as a number one wide receiver. I really do think he's the number one wide receiver over DJ Moore in this offense, and yep. he's going to prove it with Darnold next year. I can't agree more. The weapons Darnold's gonna Darnold is going to have next year. It's I mean, a make it's or break year at it's this point. Off the charts, and obviously the Panthers think they get better with Darnold over Bridgewater. I mean, I think this is a legitimate move that moves Robbie Anderson up my board, and I. So where? Just, um, I don't have. I Sam Darnold's a rank. sneaky quarterback pick, though. I, I, Not doing I, that as your backup. As your backup, like in the sixteenth round. I'd rather take Trevor Lawrence as my backup. No, no Sam Darnold has a higher ceiling. Really? Yeah, because Trevor tra- again, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence is a rookie, and that limits ceiling without without like ridiculous running upside, which Justin Fields now apparently has after running a four four forty. Um, but without like ridiculous level running upside, you're not gonna have a rookie quarterback be anything higher than a low in QB one. I, I, I truly don't think so. I have Robbie Anderson now at 44 overall, which puts him sandwiched between Julio Jones and Chris Godwin. Is where I have him. It's better. Where do you have him? I have him at 16 among running backs or wide receivers. He's not a running back. I have him 16 among wide receivers, below Julio Jones and above Robert Woods. All right, all right. That's I have him above. Jefferson and Cup and Lamb and Thomas. I really do like Robbie Anderson that much. I think if you, my article is still obviously up on the website. A lot of great points there, and a lot of the points are sticking because obviously Curtis Samuel, the 97 receptions that he had in that offense, now gone. They haven't really added someone in. I think they added David Moore to the offense. He's not a guy like Curtis Samuel. He's not as versatile. So Robbie Anderson is going to get more touches. He had 136 targets last year. I'm banking on 150 for him next year. Playing played in all 16 games. Really think Robbie Anderson's going to shine next season. Let's get into our mock draft. I, I want it to be ambitious. I said four rounds that we were going to get through today on 
the last episode, and that is 100% not going to happen. <laughs> I'd be very happy if we got through two rounds, especially with the amount of talking over some of the picks that we're going to do, just because things are changing. Things really changed from our last mock draft. So, Jack, you're on the clock right now. This is the start of the fourth round. I don't know how we got through three rounds last time. Started the fourth round here. It was an hour-long episode. That's it was. How we That's got all. There. Yep, there, there you go. <laughs> uh, again, this is full PPR. Uh, all three of us currently have four teams. And that's how we're doing this thing. So, yeah. Jack, go for it. Fourth round here. This team's receiving core is legitimate. I have Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen, and Tyreek Hill. Like, far and away should win me ball games. I mean, that should combined in PPR get me about well, 50 points a game. On a good day. day. On a good day. Which Because Tyreek Hill and Adam Thielen could certainly have some bad days. That's, yes. That's true. Although, if Tyreek Hill is the same thing, or does the same thing that he did this year, though, that's that it. Though. Then, then that you're going to have a lot of good days. Exactly. A lot of good days. So that's what I'm thinking. If I get 50 points out of those guys, out of my receiving core, I'm feeling pretty good. So now I need a running back. Uh, the question then becomes, who's the next best running back? Because I have a couple receivers on my board before I get to the next best running back. You mentioned a guy, Melvin Gordon, before the episode. Oh, I, could go I know there. who your next highest running back is. Yeah, and this guy's moved up my board pretty dramatically here. Can I guess it? Yeah, go ahead. Is it Chase Edmonds? It is Chase Edmonds. Oh, yeah. Chase Edmonds is my next best running back. Until they get someone, that's... That's, Unless... I I shouldn't say until. Unless they get someone else. The one game that... Jonathan Taylor's more talented than Chase Edmonds. This is the discussion we were having before. Jack said that I made a mistake taking Jonathan Taylor over his next highest running back. Jonathan Taylor's still a more talented running back than Chase Edmonds, and... Typically, more talented running backs tend to take advantage of any opportunity that they're given in the league. So I will still take Jonathan Taylor over Chase with Edmonds. A with, with, a, line, with a better offensive line. With a better offensive line, but with line. less opportunity than Chase Edmonds is going to have. For At now, the moment, Chase Edmonds is the only legitimate running back in the back. Which he's a three-down back right now. He is. It and and he is a three-down back. And I like like he has Kyler Murray is also in the offense. That's true, but but don't do that. He had he had what ten rushing touchdowns. No, I think that's that's significant. Well, here's here's the 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 problem with Kenyon Drake last year is that he wasn't getting the receptions. If he'd gotten gotten the receptions, uh, even if he didn't get the touchdowns, that's still an RB one because he got enough touchdowns. If he had also gotten the receptions, he would have been an RB one. If Chase Edmonds is Kenyon Drake and, and Edmonds from last year combined, that's an RB1. Chase Edmonds, um, in the one week that... Uh, sorry, let me pull it up really quick here. But the one week that Kenyon Drake did not play last year, he Chase didn't Edmonds much. had 25. He didn't, do a, he didn't have a whole ton of production, I'll give you that. But the touches were there. He had 25 carries in that game to go along with three receptions on the season. He yeah, had 53 but, but receptions. He wasn't productive. It, he was given full reins to the offense. He still he had 70 yards on the game. On 25 rushing. carries, 2.8 yards per carry. That's not what you want to see at a three-down bell cow back. Well, You're not proving your point there. there well, he kind of is because if it doesn't matter if he's productive. If they're giving him enough touches to give us fantasy production, then I don't really... He's going to get in the end zone eventually. I think this probably moves him but up we've also five seen more him, touchdowns. We've seen him be productive yes. in, in a lead-back role before. Yeah, but he, was, he thrived a lot more this year when he was in that committee setting well and we'll see if they put him back there but right now he is the the workhorse back so of the information that we're going on now jack i like the pick yeah i i think that's the move here that's a that I mean, he's the last three down back remaining except for maybe melvin gordon and i that i have to i take. mean that's not true because you also have miles gaskin who's Ooh, is he they yes. have malcolm brown now too so that might be goal line carries gone no maybe no all right who's up is it me it's you excellent all right what am i looking at with this team Ooh. Solid running back core, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, 
DeAndre Hopkins at wide receiver now. Um, I'm I'm gonna go probably with I'm gonna go with a wide receiver here. Um, a lot of really good wide receivers still on the board. I'm I'm taking my next highs. I'm taking Cooper Cup right here. I love Cooper Cup for next year with Jared Goff. Cooper Cup has been really good with Matthew Stafford. Cooper Cup is going to be even better. This could end up being a ridiculous steal in the fourth round. If if Matthew Stafford does anything like I expect him to do, this right here is going to be a steal. I had Cooper Cup on my board. He wasn't the next highest wide receiver, but he was the second next highest wide receiver. I had him still. He's a third round valuation getting him in the fourth round. Yep. Great pick. Yep. Uh, I mean, if, if my other wide receiver had a gun, I would... You can say would. Robbie Anderson. Like, we all know it's Robbie Anderson. You literally said Robbie Anderson was number 12 on your wide receiver board, so I'm sure that that's your next highest wide receiver. Yeah, I'll take <laughs> Robbie Anderson right here. I'm next. Uh, this team that I have is Nick Chubb, James Robinson, and Clyde. So I need uh, a wide receiver, and if I think Robbie Anderson is truly going to be that wide receiver one, then, well, here I go. I have a wide receiver if, one if he in the becomes, fourth round. If he becomes what you expect him to become, that's a steal. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say it's a steal. I think it's, uh, it's a steal in, in a sense where he probably would put up maybe second or third round value. I mean, wide receiver 12 is not a first-round guy. True. Could be back end second early third so i think this is a a good spot for me to take robbie anderson in the in a lot of the leagues that i'm looking to take him in i think what i saw when we were doing our and of course this differs but in our dynasty league he was really down the board he was jack you took him from me um i forget where he went but it was definitely past what the seventh yes, round yeah eighth round like way past that that's that's dynasty though he's 27 years old i still think he has a Did few you good take years him? or i thought i took him i think it might have been i, I drafted him i made a trade with jack i think i think you oh no do i still have him because you were wanting to make a trade but i think i might still have him we, there was a trade there trade talks about trading yeah up for I, that but I drafted, I drafted i drafted robbie i drafted robbie okay so you but you got him definitely past oh, the eighth round there oh, yeah i got him super late but um, in, in redraft leagues, my my gut feeling is that he's going to be a sixth round pick, and I'm willing to take him at the if I need to two rounds above that. Yeah, I think you're looking at an ADP of five six somewhere in that yeah. area for Robbie Anderson. Yep, six might be a little on the low side. I'd probably guess five, but we'll right, see. Right we'll on. see. Well, I'm curious. What what are I'm sure. People are going to have more above Anderson. But yeah. I really think it's Anderson above more at this, especially Darnold. Darnold really solidifies that for me. All right, we talked about it at the top of the show. Guy I still have above Robbie Anderson. I'm going to take him here. I already have two, uh, two running backs on this team. Uh, I also have Justin Jefferson, so I have Aaron Jones, Justin Jefferson, and then Chris Carson's my second running back. So I'm going to go Julio Jones here. I think he's the next best player available. It's Julio Jones. For Pete's sake, he's awesome when he plays. Hopefully he's healthy this year. Was not healthy last year, but when he played in full games, he was very good. Matt Ryan is probably going to be throwing to him at the beginning of the year again. As long as that happens, he's going to find his favorite target. I know Calvin Ridley's there, and he's getting better and better, but Julio Jones' production still was sustained, even when Calvin Ridley broke out last year, uh, when Julio Jones still played. Has to stay healthy. Has to stay healthy, and and this can't be the year he falls off a cliff with age. I have I have Julio one spot above Robbie Anderson actually, but I mean I could that might change. It just depends on what Julio we're getting. Um, but if we're getting the the Julio that we know and love, then that's I, a, I have Julio at eighteen. Yeah, uh, I have Michael Thomas above him. 
I do have CeeDee Lamb above him because I do think CeeDee Lamb could be a wide receiver yeah. one this year. Yeah. A little bit more so than I think Julio Jones can be. And, and again, the I know we don't like to predict injuries, but I have to take that into a little bit of, of you know, con, uh, consideration. consideration. Julio just his whole here. career, and he's had a long career. And, as and again, older, yeah, and, and, and there's a lot of turn on the tires. Yeah. So it's it's definitely, this could be the season, or it could not be. This could be, he would be getting a, a great value in Julio Jones in the fourth round, absolutely. Yep. yep. I'm going to, all right, this next team that I've got, we've we've got our tight end in George Kittle, we've got our RB1 in Zeke, and we've got our wide receiver one in Michael Thomas. Um, so at this point, I, I'm feeling like I need to take a running back. Um, I'm going to, I'm not going to take my next highest running back because I think I could still get, I could get him even later. Uh, I know I'm, who it is. Huh? I know who it is. Who is it? I, maybe I'll take him with my next pick. I know who it is. So you're either taking him now or you're going to lose him. Because I need a running back for my next team. Would you like to enlighten right, us, Shane? No, I'm gonna make. You him know what? All right, fine. Hand. I'm gonna take him. Miles Gaskin. There it is. Yep, I'll take Miles Gaskin. Look, as long as Miles Gaskin is the number one guy in in that backfield, taking him in the fourth round is great value. I don't trust it, pal. No, we'll see what happens. But given the information we know now, like with Chase Edmonds, Miles Gaskin is the the workhorse back there. I'll say right now, at the moment, I think Chase Edmonds has a much higher chance of being the number one back in that offense being a three-down back in his respective offense I disagree. than Gaskin. I disagree. Is. We've seen a lot more from Gaskin production-wise when given that opportunity than we have at Ed- Edmonds. That's fair. They also went out and signed Malcolm Brown, which we should mention the Dolphins did. Again, which, it, which doesn't seem huge at the moment. It's not. But it's going to seem a little bit bigger once Malcolm Brown runs three touchdowns this year into the end zone from the goal he line. Because it, it could happen. No, it won't. It, that's why they would sign him. No, it isn't. They need a backup running back. Malcolm Brown serves as a backup running back. I appreciate you taking Gaskin off the board as a scare tactic so that I could land Melvin Gordon. Who, my who next I would have taken if I hadn't taken my Gaskin. Because I really, I really like Melvin Gordon. I think this is a great spot for him. I think he finished, I want to I be 100% sure of the number, in PPR as the RB13 overall in a season that you probably wouldn't even, looking at the paper, doesn't look great. No. But he was the RB13 with Philip Lindsay albeit he was kind of in and out of that offense. And the whole Broncos offense struggled to stay healthy. It was, it was a weird season for Denver. Next year, Sutton's back, Lindsey's gone. You'd have to think that Drew Locke could take that next step forward. If the pieces start to fall in the, in the right positions here, I think Melvin Gordon, as long as they don't add a huge name in the drafts like a Harris or Etienne or, or one of these bigger guys, Melvin Gordon's going to be your... your Jack, you were saying three down back for Edmonds. Melvin Gordon's going to be your three down back. No doubt. On a contract year, Melvin Gordon, 27 years old. I love I love it. Just stay on the field, stay healthy. I know he only started 10 games this year. Stay healthy, stay on the field, and Melvin Gordon's going to, for sure, push that RB1 status this yep. year. Yep. That's on a team that I already have Saquon. I have Jonathan Taylor, and now I have Melvin Gordon. I didn't really want to take a running back, but the fact that I was able to get Gordon here in round four... To pair with Darren Waller at my tight end. I'll need wide receivers, but I have a pretty stacked running back core right now. See, yeah. what that does there is that moves me from my next pick into my next tier of running backs. I think there's a significant gap between Gordon and my next guy. Yes, I, ne- I, I actually have Gordon have at the end of my, my tier yeah, four. I still yep. have one guy in that tier that no one's called. All right, well, I'm going to take a running back here, too, because this is a team I need a running back. Um, I have Derrick Henry right now, so I'm solid at the RB1. I have Calvin Ridley and Amari Cooper. My receiving core is also solid. 
So let's go running back. I'm going to go J.K. Dobbins. Dang it. I want some consistency. I want some receptions. I want somebody who also has a high ceiling. He brings the entire package. He might not be a three-down back. They still have Gus Edwards in Baltimore, but I think J.K. Dobbins has to be the guy here. The potential is sky high, and we are still seeing a pretty solid floor with him, too. Yeah, look, J.K. Dobbins I, I like quite a bit. They I mean, didn't have, I have any wide receivers. They're going to have to run the ball. Yeah, exactly. I, right. I have J.K. Dobbins actually higher than Melvin Gordon. Um, I like. I understand that J.K. Dobbins' workload might be a little bit smaller than some of these other guys that he's around, but in that offense, he's going to be productive. He was productive last year. He's ridiculously talented, and he's going to take a step up without Mark Ingram in there, as we saw him do towards the end of the season this past year. So I like J.K. Dobbins quite a bit. Jack, I hate to say that's a good pick because that was exactly what I was going to do with this pick, Uh-oh. which means you're going to have, have to reach to... for a lot. There, there are. Oh, you took Gaskin. Let me cross Gaskin off my board. There's still a guy here that I, I, I still, I don't know why he's here. So I, there's one guy here who I'm thinking the same thing with who I thought would have gone already. So let's see if he picks him out here. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same guy. Probably. It, it feels like it could be. Look, my next highest is, oh, running back is... Like, I need a running back on this team. I've got Alvin Kamara, so set there. But I have Keenan Allen and Terry McLaurin in my next two spots. My next highest running back is David Montgomery, which I am... I, it's David Montgomery and then Raheem Mostert. Um, I'm going to go with David Montgomery here. I that's who it was. That yeah. was who it was for me. Yeah, that I, was not my guy. Okay, I like Monty. Um, you know, I, I think fourth round is a solid spot for David Montgomery. You kind of know what you're getting, uh, and, and you saw at the end of the year what his ceiling was, right? Is he going to hit that this year? No, but David Montgomery is a good running back, absolutely. And Tariq Cohen's going to take some stuff away, especially on the receiving end, which is the the problem. But if you're getting him in the fourth round as a, you know, I mean. What I'm drafting him at a low end RB two spot right now. He was the twenty third running back to go off the board. So I'm, you know, and, and so that's great. So to me, if 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 David Montgomery can sustain that production that he had against good teams, against or or poor run defense teams, against the better run defense teams, then he's legitimate. Oh yeah. Then I think you got a, a great pick here. Yeah. I just don't know. David yeah. Montgomery feels like. Uh, before, as soon as the season ended, we said David Montgomery would be one of those guys that would go like early to mid second round that would be reached for. But in our drafts that we've done so far, that's not the case at all. He's falling down the board. Now it's, it'll be a matter of how are Yahoo and ESPN and all these different sites going to have the draft board set up? Where is David Montgomery going to be? Will it be a reach or is it going to be a steal? Yep. It remains to be seen. Yep. That is, I'm very interested to find out. All right. My neck. Or, no, no, it's, it's you. Me. Sorry. I've been going fast here, back and forth between screens. Has Michael Thomas gone? Yes. Yes. He I has. took him. Okay. I took him in the third round. Okay. I was just making sure. I had him cross off, but I just wanted to make sure that was true. All right. So this is a team now where I have... Oh, good. I, I definitely did not need Michael Thomas with this team. I have Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, and D.K. Metcalf. So I really... <laughs> honestly, this run on running backs here is killing me. Went Gaskin, Gordon, Dobbins, and Montgomery. So my next highest running back... <laughs> I know exactly who I'd be taking here. For running back? Yeah. Really? I know There's exactly. someone that obvious? Yeah, for me, but but it might, maybe not for you guys. I'm going to wait. I'm going to take I'm going to take Mark Andrews as the next tight end wow. off of the board. I yeah, I that's not a bad decision at all. There's Just a, because I I'm not taking a quarterback here. Yeah. I still don't need a quarterback. There are running backs that I like that I feel like I can wait on with this team. And I don't need another. I have three legitimate starting wide receivers. Why not get the next best tight end? 
Because, mm-hmm. I mean, last year was the... Bi- Second to next best tight end, but... What, Gusecki? No, no, no. Guess, I have Gusecki one spot. Kyle Pitts. Nope. Still Except not he's in this draft. What? Who else? What it's TJ Hawkinson, baby. No, I think no. it's Mark Andrews. Still I think right it's now. Mark Andrews too. I would have said Hawkinson if the Ravens added a wide receiver. They didn't add a wide receiver. Mark yeah. Andrews is still the number one target. There. He is, and I, I mean, I, I figured he would be even if they went out and got like a. I mean, it depend. It would have depended on what wide receiver they got, but yeah, he is. I'm very happy with Mark Andrews with that pick. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely not a bad spot for Mark Andrews to go. Um, Jack, I think it's your pick, right? Yes, yes, it is. So, oh man, this is a tough position to go here. There's a receiver on my board who I, I like a lot still, and I'm rated 38th overall, so I think I have to take him here at this value. I'm going to go with Robert Woods as my next pick here. I think with Stafford in that offense, I have him back-to-back with Cooper Cup right now, and Cooper Cup went six picks ago, seven picks ago, so I think Robert Woods has to be the guy. I'm going to pick him here. I think he improves from last year, and last year he was a decent wide receiver, two, three, so... Um, I'll I'll take him here. He's gonna give me some good value week to week. Yeah, uh, I, I I liked Robert Woods a lot last year because I really thought they were gonna see the uh, what I was talking about with Robbie Anderson earlier was the positive touchdown regression. It happened in a way. It didn't happen at full force where I thought he was gonna have this huge season. I think I had him uh, right at the tail end of my top ten last year. Going into next year though, I currently have him as my wide receiver. 24, so that's a pretty... That's low. That's I think a, it's low. That, I have him at wide receiver 17. According to fantasy data, he finished as wide receiver 13 last year in terms yeah. of total points. He was, and he, he was his quarterback really situation got better. Yeah. But when I look at the other wide receivers, like I want to know what wide receivers then you have behind him because I have guys like T. Higgins in front of him. I have uh, Brandon Ayuk in front of him. Uh, you both are shaking. I thought you I liked T. Neither. I, I guess I like, you don't like T. Higgins as much as I do. I like T. Higgins quite a bit. You're not a T. Higgins I guy. like C.D. Lamb quite a bit. You don't have CeeDee Lamb above Robert Woods? Mm-hmm. I have Robert Woods above Oh, you Robbie can't. I'm not Anderson. calling. You're not a CeeDee Lamb guy. I anymore. love Robert. I no. love the whole Rams uh-uh. offense. Sorry, I can't. I can't see. Okay. You. Did you hear that thunder? Yeah. No. I saw the lightning strike behind you as soon as you said that about CeeDee Lamb, too. It was like, Shh. I have CeeDee Lamb one spot below Robert Woods. That's so unfortunate that you're I love a Robert Woods. Lamb guy. I love the Rams. I've got Cooper Cup at 13, Robert Woods at 17. I can't really decide who I think is going to be more productive in a Matthew Stafford-led offense. Well, I, I think, think Matthew Stafford is going to have be a wide rec- campaign. Well, I think CeeDee Lamb's a wide receiver one. A potential wide receiver one, absolutely. Oh, so you're going back a little bit now. I, no, you said I've he was going to be a wide said, You said you were going to have him in your wide receiver one range. I never said that. Well, pull up the tape. I'm going to pull up the tape. Okay, go ahead and pull up the tape, because I never said that I would have CeeDee Lamb in my wide receiver one range. Again, not saying that he can't move up still. I mean, he absolutely can, but... No, I like I like Robert Woods. I like Cooper Cup a lot. Ceedee Lamb is it definitely has a higher ceiling than Robert Woods, but uh, Robert Woods' floor is so 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 good in my opinion. Which it's it's a balance. It's a balancing act there. Um, so now it's my turn to pick right here. I've got Travis Kelsey. I'm set at tight end. Antonio Gibson and DeAndre Swift. So I like my running back core, it, albeit a little bit risky. I'm not gonna go running back here. We're gonna go wide receiver. We're going to go CeeDee Lamb right here. You're not a CeeDee Lamb guy, which is unfortunate. I am. I, am I have him 37 Lamb. overall. He was my next highest player on my board. Well, then I just got a steal. 37 overall. Yeah. Hey, I... Wow. I like I'm 51. You have Amari Cooper at like 6. You yes. do have Amari Cooper at like 6. I have Amari Cooper at 21 overall, so let's not get too out of ourselves here. All right, well, I have Amari Cooper at 25 overall. 
Oh yeah, well I have Amari Cooper at. I don't even know. I don't have my overall. I just I just think up, the target but... share is going to be a lot more geared towards Amari Cooper than it is CD. Well, not a lot more. It's Obviously, an offense. We don't, we don't an offense has to run through multiple people. I know, but I I think I, I the gap isn't significant between us. The gap between us fifteen places is what I mean. Probably two targets, one target a game, two targets a game. I think looking at CD Lamb, I think his target share doesn't improve that much from last year. I think it improves a little bit, and I think Prescott throwing to him obviously helps him with that target share, but I don't think it necessarily goes up dramatically, dramatically in that offense next year. I'm not mad at where I have Robert Woods, and I like where I have CD Lamb, and I'm going to keep CD Lamb there. I, I think CD Lamb's due for a huge breakout season. He is. I can't be talked out of that by CD Lamb haters here. I'm in a CD Lamb Stop hater. Stop calling room. me a CD Lamb hater. I have him at 18. CD Lamb I'm hater. I'm above room. Justin Jefferson. Smash that like button for CD Lamb. Uh, I'm up next. I have back There's to no back like picks. button on podcasts. Well, they'll send me a message that they like CD Lamb. <laughs> I'm taking Kenny Galladay and Chris Godwin back to back. I was I was wanting to take Kenny the Galladay. Two on the two wide way receivers that were overall five and six last year have now fallen outside of the top twenty wide receivers. Kenny Galladay now in the Giants. Chris Godwin back with the Bucks. If either of them, uh, this team. Oh wow! I didn't realize I just did that. Okay, that was a mistake. Um, not going to go back on that now. What'd you do? should be interesting to see an offense or a fantasy team that has both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch Bucks games next year. <laughs> um, I thought I took... Okay, I was looking at the wrong team. But I, you know what? I like the wide receiver core. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay. I'm going to watch a lot of Bucks games with this team for sure. For sure. Listen, if Galladay hits what we think could be his ceiling... As a top five wide receiver, mm-hmm. it's just all dependent on Daniel Jones and his health because he's another yep. guy like Julio Jones that has struggled to stay healthy in the past. He's not as old as Julio Jones, and he just signed a new contract. Uh, I, I hope, it, listen, if you can get Kenny Galladay in the spot going into the fifth round, he's the first pick of the fifth round, I'm willing to take that risk if you have enough safety on the other side of your team. Yep. Fine by me. Absolutely. All right, well, now it's going to be my pick. Um, Coming back with the team where I grabbed CeeDee Lamb. So I'm feeling overall pretty good. CeeDee Lamb is my wide receiver one, so definitely taking a a bit of a risk there. I've got... Because he's a CeeDee Lamb hater. Oh, my gosh. I swear. Too risky for you? No. Too risky for your blood? It's not risky. CeeDee Lamb hater? Oh, my gosh. As my wide receiver one, there's some risk associated there. But I do like CeeDee Lamb to be potentially a wide receiver one. Absolutely. You know what? I'm going to go all in on... Take Michael Gallup. Do it. Oh. Yeah. Michael Gallup off the board. No, of course I'm not going to take Michael Gallup. I'm going all in on sophomore players. I've got Antonio Gibson. I've got DeAndre Swift. I've got CeeDee Lamb. Give me T. Higgins right here. That's going to be my team behind Travis Kelsey. We're young. You know, in in a dynasty league, this would be a fire team. Unfortunately, this isn't dynasty, but it's still a fire team, so... CD Lamb hater. Oh my gosh. I'm going to tweet that out later. Jack, you can't leave this much dead air when okay. we're the next one on the I'm clock. ready to go. All right, let's do it. Um, So I'm looking at this right now. I have Dalvin Cook, I have Miles Sanders, I have Allen Robinson, and I have Robert Woods right now. So I'm thinking my next pick here is another wide receiver. 
just to fill out my flex spot, I'm going to go with Deontay Johnson as my next best pick. He'll still be the number one in terms of targets. I'm thinking in Pittsburgh, nothing changes for me in that Pittsburgh offense next year. So I'll stick with Deontay Johnson as the next best guy on that board. Mm, Let's do it. I don't know. I'm, I moved I'm, him down. Yeah, I did too. I'm so nervous about that Pittsburgh. I moved him down right next to Juju, and I've moved... Um, I've moved, uh, uh, who's the other wide receiver? Claypool, I've moved him a little bit up. I don't know. I don't know. If I'm going to if I'm gonna take any wide receiver in that offense, I think Deontay Johnson at his ADP is going to be three out of three because I just, I don't trust it enough. I think I feel safer taking Juju at his ADP. I feel safer taking Claypool way down because if there's a lot of upside there with Chase Claypool. Mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson, though, I am a little bit concerned that that target share is going to drop given all of the well, drops that he had this season. Yeah, I think that's a fair argument, and I think that's something that possibly could happen, but the numbers were just very... They were were, were were awesome last year, and even if it drops off a couple targets a game, he's still having target numbers that should sustain wide receiver 2-3 to value, and that's where I have him slated right now. His targets won't go down. If anything, I think his targets go up. He just has to prove in that offense that he can catch the ball, be a reliable, trustable guy each week, and I think he could clear in a way be a top 15 wide receiver. He has that absolute potential to do it. It's just if he can put it together. Yep. Absolutely, and then if Chase Claypool doesn't emerge as a bigger threat, which I that's, think that's is the, a serious is a serious that would threat. be the thing. That would, I'm not Juju's not a threat to his targets. No, he's not. It's Claypool. Claypool if, if Claypool can put it together more consistently before Deontay can, that's where the issue is going to come about. Yep, and that's why I don't have Deontay Johnson higher in my rankings because of that. Yep. I have one wide receiver ahead of him, but I'm not taking a wide receiver with my next pick. You can cross him off your board. This would not happen in a regular fantasy redraft league because quarterbacks always tend to go earlier than they should. But I will take Patrick Mahomes here in the fifth round. Still not taking a running back on this team with the three stacked wide receivers of Adams, Brown, and Metcalf to go along with Mark Andrews. I'm going to do the no running back strategy with this team, see how far it can go before I get some of the PPR guys that I like. And that's that. Patrick Mahomes, first quarterback off the board. A little bit too soon, but it's fine. Would not happen in a in an actual draft. No. Patrick Mahomes is going at the latest in the third. Right. Um, but I'm not going to take Patrick Mahomes. Um, Are you going to take Patrick Mahomes over CeeDee Lamb? CeeDee Lamb hater? <sighs> Stop calling me. That hurts my feelings because I love CeeDee Lamb so much. I'm going to force your hand to move him up your board again the same way I did with Mike Gusecki. You are. And that's going to be mean. Because I actually... It shouldn't be mean because then you can be right with me. But I am right. Hmm. You won't be as right because I'll have him higher. Where do you have C.D. Lamb among wide receivers? Where do I have him among wide receivers? Yeah, what number? I have him at wide receiver 16. Okay, I have him at 18. That's two... C.D. Lamb hater. That's... Oh my gosh. I hate you. We were like literally in the same spot. You were so mean to me. All right, right here I'm looking at... You know what? I'm taking Brandon Ayuk right here. You can't take Lamb I'm taking Brandon Ayuk right here. I was going to say, you can't take CeeDee Lamb again. Nope, I'm taking Brandon Ayuk. That's my next highest wide receiver. It's more out of out of spite because he's my second highest wide receiver, but I it's really the out of spite. The guy was a wide receiver one for a good part of the la- oh, yeah. later part of By last season. By no means season. do I hate this pick. That's high upside. He's my wide receiver three on this team, so I'm going to take that upside all day. I think that's a good pick. I th- All right, moving on here. So my next pick... I think I have to. I mean, I got to start the quarterback run here. I'm gonna go Josh Allen with this yeah, pick. I considered Josh Allen with this last. Yeah, pick. I, you started off Shane. As soon as that first quarterback won, I knew I had to take Josh Allen because he's the next best quarterback, and I'm expecting big things once again from him. 
So let's do it. Let's start the quarterback run. Going Josh Allen again. He's the consensus, I would think, between us two overall quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So, yep. yeah, so I have to go here. With, with this team, I have Saquon, Darren Waller, Jonathan Taylor, and Melvin Gordon. I don't have a wide receiver yet, and I'm starting to feel like that's a mistake. Not that these guys can't be wide receiver ones, but they're not. The guys that I have left are not wide receiver ones. I'm not 100% comfortable just pulling together guys that are wide receiver twos and threes, especially in a PPR league. I'll take my next highest. We talked about Robbie Anderson already. I'm going to take his teammate, DJ Moore. DJ Moore was a guy entering, he entered his third year last year. I had him back-to-back in my rankings with Calvin Ridley. I had Calvin Ridley one spot higher than DJ Moore, but I thought they were both going to take that leap into fantasy stardom. Calvin Ridley did. Unfortunately, he left behind DJ Moore. This could be a post-hype sleeper thing because DJ Moore was taken a few rounds earlier than this last year, now going in, what, the later part of the fifth year. If Sam Darnold puts it together, if this offense is competent under Matt Rule and they're getting everything going, McCaffrey stays healthy and they're really gelling, and some of those targets, again, that were Curtis Samuels, go to DJ Moore. I, I, I like DJ Moore. I don't like him as my number one wide receiver. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of this team right now, but I definitely like DJ Moore as a wide receiver too. Look, I... I... I'm going to be honest, I don't love that pick. And it's not necessarily that I think you're reaching for DJ Moore, which I do think you're reaching just a little bit, but just a little bit. Um, I My concern with it is if I'm going to go within your situation and I'm going to take a guy who I think has the floor of a wide receiver two-ish, but I think has the ceiling of a wide receiver one. If I'm Because you got to take a little bit of a risk there if you don't have a wide well, receiver. DJ Moore was wide point. receiver 22. Yeah, but I don't think he has the ceiling of a wide receiver one next year. By no means. I I, I think I'm actually going to go take a guy who, if I were in your shoes, I would have taken because I think this guy does have the ceiling of a wide receiver one if his quarterback can pull it together. And that's Cortland Sutton. I would have taken... Uh, Cortland Sutton, I don't expect, I don't think will be lower that's than a wide receiver two. I disagree. DJ Moore Coming doesn't have the huge upside. huge injury. But yeah. he's also, before huge that injury, injury was... Huge injury and worst quarterback play. Yeah. Well, that's not true. Sam, you're going to say... you're going to say I think, not, Sam, I think Sam Darnold with the weapons he has now is going to be a much better quarterback. He's a better quarterback than Drew Locke next year. I, Absolutely. I disagree. So Cortland Sutton, I, the, the whole thing that you were just putting together, I, I will 100% DJ, take DJ Cortland Moore. Sutton Cortland Sutton is the Sutton. number one option on his team. DJ Moore is going to be the number two option on his team. Number DJ three Moore. option. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. Behind behind uh, uh, Christian, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. But I still think TJ Moore has a higher... Is, no. is, is, you, you can't say that Cortland Sutton's a safer pick with a uh, just a skeptical I, I, I quarterback think and I think injury. he's a safer pick and has a no. higher ceiling. Yes. A higher ceiling, maybe, but he's not a safer pick. He is a safer he's pick. He's not a safer pick. I really think he is. How is coming off a major injury making you a safer pick because next year Because when he was healthy and playing with Drew Locke, but now he he's was coming really off of a good. major injury. And so that's fine. Receivers so come then, off why, major so injuries all the time. So then how high is Saquon Barkley on your board? Because then Saquon should be back up in the top three overall if you don't think coming off a major no, injury No, that also has to do with the offensive line and the overall offense in general. The Broncos offense is good. It's not great. They have plenty of weapons. They've got a young quarterback who could take a step up next year like with Sam Darnold there in Carolina they've got overall it's not a, similar pieces, on the similar tier. situations it's the not a safer pick the difference it's the same is, thing if anything the difference is between those two situations is that you have Cor- Cortland Sutton is the number one option and DJ Moore is the number three option that's the difference that's the difference it's not a safer pick it though it do- that doesn't make sense it is a safer pick you're not saying he's the number one option 
He is the number one target. That? Without, without, you know that. How do you know that? Because of, how I'm, do you not know that Noah Fant and Jerry are you, Judy are going to take I, because over? Because I am predicting. Th- that's where predictions come in. That is what I'm. So predicting. basically, you he are is pre- more of a sure thing because Lucas is predicting. No, no, no. Here's that, here's that, the argument. Lucas's prediction is 100. Can you shut up? Here's the arguments that we're making. You know, DJ Moore is going to be the number three option. I know DJ Moore is going to be the number three option. Cortland Sutton has the opportunity to be that number one option, which I personally think he will be. Thus, I like his floor and his ceiling better than DJ Moore's. I'll make Here's the argument the di- that... Uh, just cut in here because you guys have been going at it. I'll make the argument that I think Cortland Sutton as a number one is equivalent in value to DJ Moore as a number three, too. Like, I don't even think he's that much better because I think the Panthers' offense is going to be that much better than the Broncos' no. offense next if year. If anything, they are equal. They are equal in risk. Yes. I... D- He's coming off agree. of a major injury. What did he do? Ruptured his Achilles? Major right? at all time. I'm pretty sure he ruptured his Achilles last year. But John how is Wall that such a came more... off a ruptured Achilles. He's doing great in fantasy basketball. Actually, he's not. He's He's been out the past few weeks. He's resting he he's hurt now. But he was good early in the season when I had him. I'm just... You had him for a week. Kevin Durant's coming off a ruptured Achilles. He's been out the past yeah, month. Yes, <laughs> they're injured. injured. The time. They're injured because that's what happens after you come off an injury. You have to rest and you get injured again. You that's... really think coming off a major injury, they put that much pressure onto Cortland Sutton to be this number one wide receiver of an offense? It doesn't matter if they put pressure on him or not. Oh, now it doesn't matter. Because, he just because he's be. just going to waltz right in there yeah. and be the wide receiver yep, one. exactly. Holy cow. That made no sense. What do you... Okay, we're done with this argument, but it made... The viewers know that it made plenty of sense. They yeah, they're viewing they us. Don't. They're really viewing us right now. How is he safer? It doesn't make sense Look, that he's safer. I have explained this so many times. He he's coming off of a major one. injury. Is, that doesn't make him he, safe at all. He is all. the number one option on that offense. Oh he will God. be the number one option on that offense. That is how he is safer. You cannot guarantee that. I. That's my guarantee. prediction. No. Okay, well, I'm... I'll bet you that Jerry Judy has more targets than Cortland Sutton oh, next year. I will take that bet in a heartbeat. Book it down. Book it. Guarantee it. It's booked. He yeah. definitely won't. I think he will. No, no. And way. that doesn't matter how many games they play. It's not average targets. It's not or wait, receptions or targets. Which one do you want to do? I'll take targets because number one option. We'll do targets, and that does not matter how many games they play because I think there's a much better chance Jerry Judy is healthy for a full season than Cortland Sutton. I think they're just so. Uh, it's total targets at the end of the season, no matter what. Even if Cortland Sutton goes down in the first game, that still stands because okay. there's more risk. Fine. There we go. Is it my pick there's now? There's not more I got lost risk there. that he that he goes down over Judy. There just isn't. It's a knee injury. It's a knee that cost him the season. Yes. Wide receiver one eighty one. Whew. That was something. All right. In twenty nineteen, my- he was the wide receiver nineteen overall. Yeah. Did you know that year DJ Moore was the wide receiver eighteen overall? Yeah. Well, Jinkies. Sutton's gonna go up. Oh yeah. Moore's gonna go down. Moore's the number three option. Can we stop talking about this and move on? We're running out of time. Oh, we're done. Yeah, you're up. We're finishing this round, then we're done. All right. Sweet. So I think I have to go another wide receiver here because I have a pretty solid base elsewhere. I've got Jones and Carson on this team. So I'm going to go with my next best receiver. Let's take some risk. I'm going to go chase Claypool here. I mean, there's a chance he booms. There's a chance he doesn't boom. But we'll take it. We'll take that risk. That's such a reach, though. You can definitely get Claypool two rounds later. Really? You think so? Yes. All right, maybe I reached a little bit, but we'll take him here. I like where I what I'm seeing from him. I think the numbers support him having value in this round, in the fifth round. I don't have him this high, having this uh, seventh round valuation, so this is a little bit of a reach for for me, uh, but I need a wide receiver as well. The next highest wide receiver that I have is is 
just on that same level of risk as DJ Moore and Cortland Sutton, and I'll throw as him DJ in there. As, as Cortland Sutton and DJ Moore, Moore, there's a tier just of DJ risk Moore. wide receivers, and Will Fuller is right in that tier. He's in the tier with right DJ right Moore. That's no, great. he's in the same tier as Cortland Sutton and DJ Moore. I actually Moore. have him like right in between. I have DJ Moore at 32, Cortland Sutton at 22. I have Will Fuller at like 26. I really thought you were going to go OBJ there. I he's think my he's, next highest I, wide receiver. Okay, I was going to say, he's I said there is a tier of yeah. wide receivers yeah, that are either coming off a major injury, uh, a suspension, or going to now just be relegated down to the worst player on their team, apparently. But I'm taking Will Fuller right here. I think the I like situation. The with, I think the situation with Fuller is different just because of the offense, and now he switched teams, and he doesn't have Deshaun Watson throwing to him anymore. Well, it's which a matter I think of hurts if him. there's there's multiple risk factors. It's one: can he be a wide receiver one again uh, without using whatever drugs he was on to get to that point? I don't know if it was steroids or whatever it was. Can he stay healthy? Was that what was keeping him on the field? Was whatever he was using? Can he stay healthy with that? Because he's dealt with injuries his entire career. And can Tua take the next step? Because if he can, then I think, along with Kaseki and Parker, it's going to be a pretty nice offense. Gaskin out of the backfield, too. And, I mean, just for the benefit of Fuller, he is on a one-year contract. So, yeah. contract year for him. Prove it. Prove it Absolutely. Deal. I'm going to go and take my first quarterback of the draft with Kyler Murray. I'm going to grab him at the end of the fifth round. I think that's a great spot for him. Kyler was a stud last year, and the amount that he runs the ball just guarantees his value. I think that's good. All right, it's this is this is the last pick of the round. Last pick of the round. Last pick of the round. So I went no running back light here because I went three receivers to start off the draft and take a running back till the fourth round when I got Chase Edmonds, who I think has RB one potential. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take. I would have taken Mahomes here if he fell and probably would have. And I, he's obviously not going to. And, and you took him here. I would have taken him in here if he fell and then gone another running back. But I'm going to take somebody who I know can be my RB2, who can give me points week to week, who's going to help me out with that receiving core. That's going to be Kareem Hunt, who finished fantastically last year. Even with Chubb there, he's still good. He still is going to get receptions. He's going to give me 10 points a game. I'll take that every single week. And I'm going to take a more higher ceiling guy next pick. No, yeah. See, I mean, if you look at my rankings, that would look like a bit of a reach. But my rankings are also a little bit skewed just because we don't know what's going on in Tampa Bay and in Atlanta at the moment. Um, but... Absolutely. Cream Hunt there. That's a safe pick. And that's going to do it for us here on the Fantasy Football Laboratory. Obviously, you can check out all these updated mock draft information, articles, everything like that, videos, all that good stuff on our website, fflaboratory.com. For the Chemist Shack, McGrath, Spitfire, Lucas Parrish, I'm the King of Trade, Shane Palma. Have a great day.